Welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. My name is David. My name is Matt. And uh, we are currently on holiday. So we haven't brought our recording equipment or anything, but we thought we'd record one. So if you can hear a few cars, motorbikes, a lot of wind, a lot of wind, Matt's going to clear that all up in the post. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe not. But anyway, we hope you enjoyed it. As we were on holiday, we're going to talk about making holidays count. Absolutely. It's been on our list for a long time, and we thought, what a better place to do it than from a holiday location in Spain. Yeah, so uh, we, we are in Spain, just outside Barcelona. Estamos en Pena de Mar. Wow, Matt, you're brilliant at your Spanish. You've been learning Spanish really hard this last month, don't you? Learning it really hard, yes. Yeah. It is really hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were enjoying resting, and how have you been making this holiday count, Matt? Yeah, obviously, when you come to the question how to make holidays count, I suppose we come back to the thing that we return to again and again, which is, what is it for? What is the purpose of it? And it's kind of Simon Sinek saying, ask why. If you don't have the answer to why, then you can't really answer the question to how, how to make it count. And we both spoke a little bit on this before coming. What is it? What do you want from this? Uh, what do you want from this holiday? And we we joined up with a sort of package holiday group holiday with a company called Oak Hall. And one of the nice things about that is that you're not just on your own. There is a group of other people there, so you can kind of make friends and everything. One of the things that they offer is a number of excursions. So it's a week long holiday, Saturday to Saturday. And we had the opportunity to sign up to several different excursions. Or outings, adventures, day trips, effectively. And I think fairly quickly, when we looked at them, we decided that wasn't what we wanted because it involves getting on a coach straight after breakfast and basically being out the whole day. And to not try and put too much of a negative spin on it, to us it sounded a bit more like a school trip than a relaxing holiday so yeah, I'm I'm here with my wife and obviously with you. So there's three of us sort of as a little group within the group of about ninety people that are here on that yeah. uh, sort of trip to Spain, which is really nice. But uh, it, like you said, it's important to ask that question why. And Charlotte's a teacher. Uh, I'm a trainee teacher at the moment, and one of the things about being a teacher is you're often not in control of your own time. The lessons happen when they happen. You're given duty when you're duty, and so you're sort of stuck in the wheel of that. You don't have that autonomy. And so the idea of being on a holiday where someone else has booked the, the sort of day trips and yep. they choose when you leave and when you come back and when you do the things you do, that sounds a little bit too much like normal work. Yeah. <laughs> and so for us, that autonomy, hey, maybe we'll go on a trip, maybe we won't, but we're going to choose when and how we want to do that became far more important. Absolutely. And... The other side of it as well, being <laughs> the first the first excursion was a trip to Barcelona, so we're getting a, a coach in the morning, being there the whole day, and then coming back in the afternoon. And we're planning on going to Barcelona ourselves. But I spoke to one of the the people that had gone. I said, "Oh, how was your day in Barcelona?" And the first thing they said was, oh, "It felt very productive," which was really fascinating to me because it was great, great. That's what they want out of the holiday productivity that's brilliant for them that's totally not what I'm coming on a holiday to I'm not coming on a holiday to tick off I went to this city I went to that city I went to do all these things sure I want to explore that's one of the things you know how do you expand the mind how do you grow as a person well 
travel is one way, reading is another. Mm-hmm. But I, I came really to relax, to enjoy just a bit of non-fractured, exactly as you were saying, I'm not quite the same in my work environment, but still there is, you know, there's deadlines, there's things that are not in my control, there's, I have to do this, I have to be here at a certain time. So actually, when I'm taking a break from that, I want to be a bit more like, I can choose to do that, or I can choose to not. And I've really enjoyed actually just the relaxing. To be honest, it kind of feels a bit different than what I I thought I liked in holidays. But actually, it's really wonderful to not have to be anywhere, to go for a walk, come back, have a nice coffee, read a book. There were, last year, obviously, or a little over a year ago, me and Charlotte got married. And one of the things you do is prepare for the wedding, but also in some of the books I was reading and some of the stuff I came across, you're thinking about the honeymoon as well, that, that yeah. holiday immediately after. And they said, it's really important you have a conversation about that because people like different things from holidays. Yes. Some people, they need to go on an adventure and do three things a day, or they need to go to a city, or maybe you need to go to a mountain and, uh, and have a more you know natural or in nature experience. And... I sort of, it made me think, and you know, like you said, I thought I knew what I wanted, something that makes each day a little bit distinct. Oh, here we are, bit of a car going past, nice, noisy two cars there. Um, but yeah, it made every day a little bit distinct, but actually I think different holidays at different times. So for now, in yes. the busyness, actually having a bit more of a leisurely, um, relaxed time, we went to the spa and, you know, went to the steam room and... The really sauna that, and the you? jacuzzi and just <laughs> relaxing and, and oh well the steam room's hot and humid as, as it's meant to be but whew, but yeah I enjoyed that actually um, but maybe in a in another season of life having a bit more of an adventure packed holiday would be the right thing Absolutely. Um, but for now it felt like hey, let's unplug let's switch off let's do this at a bit more of a leisurely pace yeah for me I this reminds me of when we went to Rome as a family probably about well, more than 10 years ago now and we we were only there for a long weekend you know four days at most and we were in a hotel that was just down the road from the Colosseum and when we came back you know I was talking with some friends and I was like oh did you did you go here did you do that did you go to the catacombs did you go to the Sistine Chapel and we said well, we were only there for a weekend and we did a few things went to the Colosseum went and saw some beautiful church buildings with incredible you know, frescoes on the walls and the, and the, and the ceilings. No, we didn't line up for five hours outside the Sistine Chapel. We looked at the queue and we decided, you know, let's go to that tiny restaurant we discovered the other day, that hole in the wall, which has got like four tables in it. Just had a beautiful time. It was homemade pasta. And, and, and we were like, uh, we were reflecting. We are saying, yeah, we could do the tourist thing where we try and tick off all the things. Or we could do the thing more like the natives, just go and enjoy a nice meal over a, you know, a long, slow meal with a glass of wine. And again, it's not that you shouldn't go and do all the things, but perhaps one of the things we come back to again and again in some of our, our themes as episodes go on is it's not always about ticking off everything. It's not about completing everything and, and maximising everything. Sometimes it's about just enjoying the moment. Yeah. And that's maybe our bent a little bit, but I think there's an intention behind that because the culture that we're in is you must do everything, you've got to complete everything, you've got to be the millionaire by 30 and have gone to 100 countries and have done this, that and the other. 
Yeah, 100%. And ultimately, it's that question, what do you need from that holiday and why? And, and just being really wise with how you set those expectations. You know, we came to Spain, it's late October, and you're like, well, I hope it's nicer weather than the UK. But yeah. You don't really know how hot it's going to be, if it's going to be rainy. There was a thunderstorm the other night that like kept me awake a little bit, but actually... It was really amazing to hear the power of the front there, see the lightning. Um, but yeah, you, if I'd set those expectations that I needed to be this and this and this, then maybe that sets you up for a bit of a negative experience. And so I, I know I checked in my mind a couple of times, which is like, hey, what will be will be. And I, I'm unplugging and I can unplug whether it's great weather or not so great weather. Yeah. Interestingly, the other day we were on the beach, weren't we? We're not far away from the beach here. We're, no. we're sitting there, we'd have to be attacked by these ferocious waves. I mean, they were powerful. You could, we, got, tried, <laughs> we tried to go for a swim in the sea. We got spat out before we even got four steps in. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the beach gets, you know, just goes back. back. <laughs> yeah, the waves were powerful. So we we sat on and watched it, it's really amazing and calming, just listening to the, the crashing of the waves. Yeah. We saw this... Um, little old man didn't we sort of like wandering down into the um, into the into surf, the surf. Oh, what is he doing what's he got in his hands there over there we were trying to look perhaps it's like a strange contraption yeah it did, did look a bit strange I was like is he like trying to fish I don't know if any fish this shallow he just launches this stick into the ocean and he throws his plastic bottle into the ocean it's like what is he doing they get spit out and then because it's quite windy this like plastic bottle goes like tearing up down the beach it's like rolling 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 really quickly a wind powered bottle rolling down the beach thankfully my wife who is an ethical and uh, person really quite small yeah and she cares about the environment she literally ran after the water bottle picked it up and and made sure it went in the bin Um, so I was quite impressed with that but it was just interesting I can't believe this person just did that but actually what is making it count is living out your values wherever you go yeah I didn't know where you were going with that story. I, there was two moments I thought was quite entertaining. I, I think the man was kind of playing poo sticks with the ocean, seeing like which came back first. Very generous. That's kind of what it looked like. It looked like he was basically playing fetch with the sea. But the thing that was equally more funny was when Charlotte came back with the bottle. She then, you know, she came back to where we were sitting and she then tried to toss it on the ground and then it started rolling down the beach again. So she had to run after it again, which was highly entertaining. But yeah, live your values wherever you go. I think that's enough for today's Making Camp podcast from a holiday venue. Yeah, we'll do a, another holiday venue one when we're next on holiday, maybe. Maybe, yeah, who knows. <laughs> we'll try and make sure it's really loud and busy in the background. Just yeah, like just, you know. Yeah, actually, what we've got is we've just got a really well-generated, like, AI background and some sort of noise. Yeah, yeah. we're just in the office. Well, a busy coffee shop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Let us know how you make your holidays count, what sort of holidays you enjoy. Um, but that's us from this week at the Making Count Podcast.